0: Beautiful albums filled with portraits of their beloved pet are the perfect keepsake for our clients to treasure for a lifetime. But if you're not currently offering albums, it can be super overwhelming to know where to start. What's the best size? How much should you charge? How do you design them? We chatted to album expert Alexandra Bow from Queensbury to
1: answer all these questions and more. And in the second half of the interview, we chatted about pricing and referred to knowing your required average sale. If you need help with that, we have a free calculator available for download on the site. Just head over to the slash freebies to grab that one for free. Also in the members half, Alex mentioned that Queensbury have kindly extended an offer to our listeners for 40% off any sample albums. So normally they do a 25% discount on samples, but for you guys, it is 40%. So to take advantage of that offer, simply email Alex. Her email address is in the show notes. Welcome to the Pet Photographers Club with your hosts, Caitlin and Kirsty. Tune in as experts share their insights to help grow your business with higher sales, creative marketing, and kick-arse business strategies. Now on to the show. Hello and welcome to Season 12, Episode 3 of the Pet Photographers Club. I'm Kirsty McConnell.
0: And I'm Caitlin J. McCall, And today we're chatting to Alexandria Bow of Queensbury. Welcome to the club, Alex. Thanks so much for having me. Thanks so much for coming on. We're really excited to do this little supplier spotlight interview with you, particularly as Queensbury are, you know, experts in albums. So we're really keen to find out a little bit more about a supplier a point of view of how to sort of maximize profits, maximize sales when it comes to albums for pet photographers. So yeah, excited to dive in. Thanks
2: so much for coming on. Yeah, it'll be exciting to talk about it.
1: So Alex, I actually want to start at the hardest part. <laughs> a lot of the time when we chat with photographers who are just starting out, we ask them, like, do you want to sell albums? And often the reply is, I do, but X, Y, Z. And it seems to be something that we all introduce later on into our business. I know I did. I mean, in the very beginning, it's something I steered away from because how do I design them, blah, blah, blah. And then once I started introducing them, it was game changer for me. So when photographers first inquire with you, so they have built up the excitement, I guess, into wanting to start offering albums, what kind of questions do they come to you with? What are their hesitations in getting started?
2: The initial inquiry is usually from like a little bit of a sense of an overwhelm state. So someone said, you need to do it for your business or, you know, they see people offering them and they're like, I know I need to do it. I just don't know how. I think it, it's a completely valid thing. There's a lot of choices to make. How do you, as you said, design them, price them? what works for my studio versus another photographers so usually I think people come and they just ask even just starting with maybe what's the most popular and that way you can kind of get a sense or talk through some of the things like you can look at the different products and kind of go from like a feeling or what they like the look of is a really good starting point what are they personally drawn to and then from there, you can kind of build out the offering with them. I, I we like to have quite a personal approach in that. We understand it is confusing and it can be a little bit daunting. So by doing that, we kind of usually take them on a little bit of a process of what budget are they in? Yeah, I think that's probably where we would where we would start with most photographers.
1: Yeah, that totally makes sense. It definitely um, reminds me of when I started out, I had the exact, you know, all of those questions as well. So let's break them down and see if we can answer some now on like a general point of view. I know that you will then, you know, be able to have a personalized discussion with the photographer and answer the question more for them, but we can answer on a more of a general point of view. So, first of all, what would you say is a perfect album for a photographer that is just starting to introduce albums into their studio and they photograph primarily pets? Like what kind of size, what kind of cover, what kind of paper stock out of all the albums that you guys offer would really suit pet photographers?
2: I, as a starting point, would always recommend the Flush Mount. I think that's a the biggest seller across our range. And the 8 by 8 and the 10 by 10 would probably be our biggest sellers in terms of pet photography and portraits in general. They're just a really nice size to design. They're nice to hold. They're a great coffee table book, but they can also sit on a shelf because they do tend to be that type of product for photographers. So the flush mount in those two sizes is a starting point. And then I think the paper stock's difficult to answer because each person and each photographer does have different preferences in terms of what they like their work printed on so what we do is we have paper sample packs so they can order them see them and that way they can see what they like visually and then we also do free test prints with their first album order so that they can make sure that they're happy with not only the color but also the paper stock selected and at that point they can change if they're not completely happy with it but from a overview of what we sell I would say silver halide luster is really nice with portraits the color is really beautiful it's very durable and it kind of has that really punchy quality and then fine art if someone likes the really matte rich printing type of paper
0: yeah beautiful so just to break it down for someone completely new to albums what's a flush mount album
2: so a flush flushbound album is also known as kind of a lay flat album. So it's printed edge to edge. It doesn't have any matting on it. It has thick pages, but not thick in terms of like a mat on top. So it's just printed and bound to the album.
0: The lay flat binding is for me, one of the biggest selling points. Whenever I'm doing flush out albums with my clients, I find that it's just like a real wow factor thing. I think mean, like we get so used to it, but clients are like, Oh, whoa. and then being able to say, you know, you can have a double page spread. We're not going to lose any of the image and the margin. And this is what it looks like. I mean, obviously guys, uh, Audio on audio medium for what is a very visual conversation, it's a little bit difficult, but we'll have you know links to, to the images in Queensberry so you can actually have a look at what these look like. But yeah, I was just interested to hear what product you recommend diving into for people who are just getting started with selling albums. Do you recommend just picking one size or would you pick like? A mini size and then a larger size. Or does that get confusing?
2: I think that different people would have different opinions about that. And I think that both work for different photographers. They will do like, they won't change anything about the album, but they'll have the two sizes. So they'll have a base package and then an upgrade package. And maybe just the size varies or the cover material. I think that in terms of, getting started I guess it's just a case of do you want to invest in samples for multiple things or do you just want to keep it really simple and then get album selling under your belt and then you can kind of elevate the range as you develop the skill set rather than like making it super complex for yourself and being like I have to show the larger size and or I have to show the other size and It just kind of adds maybe another thing that might stop them getting started.
0: Yeah, you make a good point with the needing to, you know, have a sample of every different option that you have too, which can get really expensive. I think, you know, that choice overwhelm as difficult as that it would be for us as photographers, it's even more difficult for the clients really when you have a thousand different options. I've found even though in the back end there's all these different cover options that I can have for my albums, I actually don't give my clients all those options I've picked the one, the one cover. So I guess if they came to me and said, oh, can I have, you know, a leather look or whatever, something that I'm not offering, then I have the option of doing that. But just to avoid that overwhelm when you, you've got already, you know, the choices of picking the images and all that kind of thing. I think particularly when you're first starting out, it's helpful to just narrow down the choices.
2: Yeah. And I think as you build the skill set, you do actually get better at handling the more choices and kind of knowing how to navigate those things. But I think simple's best. And as a buyer, people think that they want more, but then when you give them more, they actually get overwhelmed and can't make a decision. So I think, yeah, there's just a balance of creating something that reflects your brand and is really beautiful and someone wants to buy it, but then not kind of going over the top and giving them everything. And then, um, it gets overwhelming for you and your clients. So, yeah.
1: I think that's a valid point, Alex, for everything that we sell. Actually, that's really good advice for everybody to keep in mind that sometimes we feel like we have to offer the world, but in fact, like you said, it can be just overwhelming instead. So to help your clients just to limit the offerings is a really good tip. So let's move into the thing that photographers can be overwhelmed with, another thing which is actually designing these beautiful albums. Now, times have changed a lot. I remember back in the day having to do it in Photoshop and it would take me all day long. And now we have plenty of other options, but I'd love to hear from you your big tip for pet photographers starting out with selling albums, how they can efficiently design them, and also how they can go with – Knowing which images to include, like is that something that we can do with the client or is it something that um, the photographer can do? What are the options there? I'd love to hear your point of view.
2: Yeah, so I think in terms of tools, there are great tools available now in terms of designing albums. So at Queensbury, we have a design service so we can do it for you. We also have a template based album designer built into our ordering system. So you essentially just drag the images into the designer. And it picks a really nice layout. You can share it with your clients and, you know, you can design an album super fast. And that's when you're getting started. If you don't want to invest in the other tools, that's really great because it's free and you don't have to pay for those extras, but also like most suppliers, I'm sure are part of Fundy and Smart Albums and they're really amazing design tools too. So I guess just trying them out and checking them out and seeing what suits your business and what your needs are in terms of design, but there are kind of do-it-yourself and then have us design it for you if need be.
1: So just um, to clarify, Alex, when you say they can be designed really quickly now, let's say, you know, we're designing one of those albums that you elaborated on earlier. How long would you expect that a photographer should need to allow in their, their workload for designing an album like
2: that? With a pet photography shoot you're probably not dealing with as many images as say another wedding or something which do take a lot longer because you just have more images you're working with but if I was to design an album for kind of a portrait shoot I would allow for maybe 25 minutes especially using templates because that means you don't have to worry about alignment and things like that, max
1: Yeah, that aligns definitely with how much time I spend. I used to have two different albums, an 8 by 8 and a 6 by 6 inch. One was six spreads and the other was ten spreads, and both of them didn't matter how many spreads it was. They took the same amount of time, 12 minutes on average. I got it down to I was very excited about that. (laughs) So, yeah, 25 minutes I think is is playing it safe. I think that's great.
2: Yeah, exactly. And I think with the design tools making them – so if you if you like certain templates and you use them all the time, like shortening it down by favoriting them and making them as the top, you can duplicate albums so you don't have to redesign each time. There's lots of things that you can do to kind of speed up the workflow.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. I definitely got faster over time, that's for sure. <laughs> Okay, and what about the actual image selection? Knowing what images to put in the album and when to even design it, like would you recommend that a photographer should design the album layout before the client even comes in for their ordering appointment? Do you say that they do it afterwards? I mean, what do you see working and hear working from the photographers that you work with?
2: Yeah, that's a good question. I think that depending on how important the album sale is to you, will kind of depend on how much work you want to put in to get the sale. So if it's a really core part of your business, which I do think photographers should consider making it part of it, doing a pre-design is a really good way of helping the client imagine their images in an album and what it will look like and how it will come together. So if you can build that into kind of I don't know, the editing process and it just becomes quick, like a 12-minute album design, that seems worth it if it gets you that sale. If albums aren't that important, you can't get it really fast, then photographers probably won't want to do it and they'll say it's not necessary. So I think it's got to be quick if you do that initial design, but I do think it, it pays off.
0: Yeah, if you're using something... Like Fundy, i and pretty sure Pro Select has it as well. Any of those software where you're using it for the selling experience, anyway. Heaps of them have it that. You can just you know drag and drop, and then you don't necessarily have to be spending heaps of time because obviously you can just tell the clients this is just a an example. But yeah, I, I think it's worth it if if you are keen to sell albums to have an example just something to start with even just a few spreads so they get an idea of what it would look like it's so much easier to imagine when it's got their own dogs in there so
2: and I I do think it comes down to time like if you're if you get really stressed about the album design and it becomes a very complex thing then it's not worth it but if it is easy and it feels like something you can do to kind of speed up the design process and then, yeah, I think it, it, it does work for photographers. I have heard photographers will do it kind of so they'll have their shoots and then maybe like once a year they do an album sale or a kind of promotion to past clients. And I have heard that some photographers have – success in that doing the pre-design when they run an album sale to past clients who haven't ordered. Yeah, but it's moved past the stage of just that initial sales consultation, but it's kind of driving people to sell in the future or buy in the future, sorry.
1: Yeah, that's always a good fallback if you didn't sell an album at the time, I think. And I imagine for wedding photographers, probably it works really well to do that in their winter months for sure. I think for pet photographers, we would probably want to get a sale at the time, but definitely a fallback of, like you said, once to year sale would work really well. I actually want to dive further into some tips for sales a little bit more, but let's save that for the members half because that's like some pretty good juicy content in there. Before we get into that though, I just wanted to quickly clarify, let's pretend that we're not pre-designing the album and instead we're doing, let's say we're doing in-person sales and uh, the client, decided, yes, they want to buy your beautiful eight by eight album. How would you recommend is the most like streamlined way to do the image selection? Do you think that it's better just for the photographer to say to the client, great, I'll just design it. And we go from there and I'll send you a proof or something. Or would you recommend that it's better to do it then and there with the client, they help you select the images. I would love your point of view on that.
2: If you're doing in-person sales, then I think definitely getting them to select those images at the time of the sale. I feel like a lot of um, in-person sale photographers kind of sell by the image or, you know, they design their album packages to include a number of images. So that kind of means that the client needs to pick, at least give guidance of to what are the most important images to them. If you're not doing like an in-person sales session with a client and it's kind of more back and forth, you could send them a gallery link and say favorite 10 images and I'll put together the album layouts for you. And then if you want to make any changes, you can, but I'll do the initial design. And that way they're still giving guidance, but you can kind of create a story and work out what images work best. And it's a little bit more casual, the design process.
1: All right, I think that that's a good place to wrap up part one now. And like I said before, we're going to chat more about selling albums and a bit more about the process with that in part two for the members only. So let's wrap up part one now. We'll have all the links and resources we mentioned today in our show notes for this episode. So you can just visit the slash podcast slash one two zero three and
0: if you are keen to keep on listening and get all these uh, extra little tips that alex is going to share for us for the members don't forget that you can continue listening to part two of the interview in the member zone and if you're not a member yet you can always join us it's just ten dollars a month club membership includes loads of perks bonus content so head on over to the pet photographers club to find out more